0: Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, You are not alone, so let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hello, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. I seriously cannot believe that it's Thanksgiving. I am recording this a couple days before thanksgiving obviously because i am the biggest procrastinator and if i wait until thanksgiving to do it i will not do it um so happy thanksgiving to all and if you are not celebrating thanksgiving this year happy you day because this is just another day and since it is a holiday it's a day to treat yourself holy. It's a day to just submerge in self-care and rituals and doing things that make you feel good. I I think this year is even more different than last year because people are so kind of used to being in a solitude Energy in this hermit energy. I mean, we've been in COVID and pandemic energy for almost two years. So I feel like a lot of the collective is just not feeling the holidays this year, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I certainly have gotten used to celebrating Thanksgiving alone, um, usually like with my cat, and um, you know. Today is going to be a little solo Thanksgiving special episode. I'm going to share some fucked up memories that I have from Thanksgivings in the past. And I'm also going to talk about some mental health stuff. I have a lot of notes in front of me. Um, And I titled this episode, No More Suffering in Silence, because that is what the Collective is going through right now. You know a lot of us are are suffering in silence mentally we're going through a lot of changes emotionally Um, I feel like the tower card is and has been just a perpetual energy of the last two years and I'm not just talking about COVID that's just one part of it I'm talking about you know changes with financial um you know how much income we're making jobs moving all of a sudden i've moved so many times in the last two years that i am so fucking drained at this point that it's just it's spiraled my mental health it's spiraled my physical health Um, you know right now i'm sipping on this i don't want to call it tea it's not tea it's basically this this spice, this herb that I got from this company called Banyan Botanicals. And they're going to be a new sponsor of the podcast. They sent me this, um, this spice and you put it in warm water and you drink it and it tastes like absolute fucking shit. Um, and she warned me that it did taste like shit. So I'm not just, you know, like I'm allowed to say that. Um, and The reason why I'm drinking it is because it's supposed to help with liver detoxification and Hashimoto's and autoimmune stuff. And, you know, at this point, it's like I'm willing to drink water or dirt herb concoctions that taste like absolute shit. You know, I'll do anything to feel better at this point. And, you know, I mean, that's not that bad because... People drink ayahuasca, and that's like, isn't, don't people say that tastes like absolute shit? And it's like they're drinking it to like meet the devil and like <laughs> see the way they're gonna die or die and like come back to life. So, this isn't that bad. This is just me doing what I have to do to feel better in my body, to treat, you know, the Hashimoto's with Ayurveda. And I'm a big, big supporter of Ayurveda and I'm also a big supporter of taking medication. And, you know, I'm I'm a big supporter of taking medication for mental health and for physical health. I used to be the kind of person that um, was like, so against taking thyroid medicine, and I was just like, no, I'm gonna do it on my own, I'm gonna heal on my own, I'm not gonna take anything. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, I think that's, you know, I just got to the point where I'm like I'm not willing to put my body through hell anymore so I do take medication for my Hashimoto's and my thyroid and I'm also thinking about um, seeing a psychiatrist soon to maybe talk about going on some kind of like antidepressant or something like that because recently the last couple of months have just been just really really heavy for me I mean I'm not gonna like you know cry about it on my podcast right now and I'm not trying to like have a pity party right now either but I'm just trying to be open and I feel like what you guys hear from me on this podcast is way more vulnerable than what the majority of my followers see on Instagram because not all of them listen to the podcast so when I record an episode of the pod I am way more vulnerable. I share so much more information about what I'm going through emotionally and mentally. Um, And so, yeah, September, October, and November have just been really fucking heavy for me. Lots of changes that are out of my control, lots of uncertainty, lots of, I don't know where the fuck I'm gonna live in a couple months kind of energy, um, things that are completely out of my control. And when that kind of stuff happens, I start to go into my disordered eating and the depression and the anxiety because those are things that you quote unquote can control, but like not really. Um, And working out and, you know, just all these things that come up when you're dealing with, you know, problems and issues that come in. just like the tower card you know like when you pull the tower card tower cards about surprise and it's not always good a good surprise I mean it can be but for me at least for the past three years of my life being in my Saturn return the tower card has represented um, complete chaos and just being able to flow with the chaos and being able to flow with the punches of the universe and you know, things falling out of my life. Um, you know, dealing with people who are challenging, or you know, dealing with my own shit. Like I, I'm not, I'm not a saint either. You know, I have, I have a lot of anger. I have a lot of rage that I've been dealing with recently, and that has a lot to do with my depression. Um, so, if you are dealing with mental health issues right now, I, I really. Um, I don't want to say I I totally understand what you're going through because your situation's different than mine, but um, I will say that therapy has helped me so much, and you all know that BetterHelp is a sponsor of this podcast, so um, I, I don't know where I'd be without my therapist from BetterHelp. She is so fucking cool. I, you know I have never had a therapist who I connected with so deeply um, and she like really really cares about me she's helped me find a doctor you know who is a hormone and thyroid specialist and I gotta be honest if you're dealing with mental health issues and you haven't been to the doctor in a while or you haven't got labs in, in a while or you feel like something's off especially if you're a woman and you are dealing with period problems or hormonal problems or you're not getting a period or it's coming every two or three months that is not normal at all and so that's what i'm going through and you know i know that there's male listeners on this podcast and it's fine i'm you know you all have women in your life whether it is a sister a mother an aunt a friend a co-worker you all have women in your life and there's so many women who are dealing with hormonal imbalance, PCOS, endometriosis, I mean, symptoms and side effects just from taking birth control. So before I go into a, you know, a tangent with that, I just wanted to say if you are dealing with depression, anxiety, panic attacks, all these emotional and mental kind of waves of chaos, um, definitely go to the doctor, get some labs, get your hormones checked. I mean, a lot of our mental health has to do with the physical, biological, chemical, chemical things that are happening in our bodies and when things are imbalanced like thyroid or um, you know hormones or your endocrine system or your your digestion, it is a big deal so you need to go get that stuff checked. So that's my spiel. Now It is Thanksgiving, and whatever you are doing today, I just want you to, whether it's hanging out with family or whether you're alone, I just want you to treat this day as if it was any other day. Um, You don't have to be a victim and be a, a prisoner of this hallmark holiday that. You know makes society think you have to go hang out with friends and you have to go to a dinner and you have to go eat you know the most perfect meal and you know i'm the biggest procrastinator and i know i just said this but tomorrow i have like so much shit to do it's literally insane and then i'm like oh my god and then it's thanksgiving and the grocery stores are closed and i'm like looking in my fridge and like I have like no food right now like I'm you know I'm living alone I'm and I love it and it's just I get so sidetracked with everything else that I'm going through with finding doctors and you know dealing with insurance and I've been getting really sidetracked with what I've been going through mentally and I'm gonna share more about that in a little bit because it's kind of heavy and it's you know I've been thinking about Um, going into like a higher level of care at some point, like a residential kind of program, but I'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, I just want you guys to treat Thanksgiving as if it is any other day. You know, things are closed obviously, but this is, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to kind of focus on yourself maybe watch a film or a show that you've been wanting to see for a while or catch up on your like latest show that you haven't been or read that book or listen to some podcasts or clean your apartment or make art or listen to music or make music or you know there are so many things you can do and i guess i'm talking to the 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 population of people who are listening who Feel like they have nobody because if you have a lot of friends, if you have a lot of family, then Thanksgiving is fun, you know. But if you don't, if you don't have a lot of friends, if you're living alone, if you don't really have like a solid group of friends, then Thanksgiving can just be like, oh, this is kind of fucking, you know, bleak and a little bit dark. And I just wanted to share with you guys um, a couple things that I do on Thanksgiving that really like just make me feel good and just make me feel lit up you know so I usually will do some rituals I'll burn some sage I will burn my candles I will pull some tarot cards I think last year I actually did an Instagram live Thanksgiving tarot reading I think I did maybe I'll do that again Um, but I also write I usually will like buy a bunch of Christmas cards and or holiday cards and I will write them out on Thanksgiving because you know there's really not much else to do outside of spending time with yourself doing something like you can't go to the gym you can't you know go to the spa you can't like go get a massage like most of those things are closed the malls are closed so um, if you live in, you know, nice weather, you can always walk around your city and look at Christmas lights or go to the beach or go to the lake or something. But if it's really cold, then obviously it's hard to do things outside. So, you know, the Christmas card thing is always fun. I usually always call like my grandma and I'll, I'll talk with her for a bit. Um, if I'm in the mood, I'll like watch a Christmas movie or something that like, something nostalgic and and sometimes nostalgia is not good sometimes nostalgia will trigger anxiety or depression um last year I was drinking at this point and I haven't been drinking the last several months because of my autoimmune stuff and I just just drinking just makes me feel like shit so there's really no point um because when I eat I I eat so healthy and like there's some days where I wake up in the morning and I literally am so swollen so puffy you would think I was hungover like if you looked at me and you looked at my face it's like I have swollen eyes like I I got punched in the face swollen throat you know so it's like my autoimmune disease basically makes me feel like every day I wake up I'm hungover (laughs) So it's, it's like, why, why make it even worse? So if you are struggling with autoimmune stuff and you're thinking about drinking, or you're sober and you're thinking about drinking and you're, you, know, you feel like a relapse is coming on, I want to say, please just think about the consequences that come from that because it will make you feel like shit physically and emotionally and mentally there are tons of free um, sober meetings online and there's always meetings on Thanksgiving always 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 because Thanksgiving is such a triggering holiday for alcoholics and addicts so if you go to um, dharmarecovery.org there are tons of meetings and since everything is online now via zoom you can literally go to a meeting that is based out of like London or like you know Portland and it tells you all the times you you just click whatever time zone you're in Thanksgiving and Christmas and you know this time of year there are so many meetings and it's like packed during this time of year too I remember when I was living in Philly um And this is when i started getting into dharma recovery meetings which are like meditation and group kind of like therapy recovery talk um and it it is a 12-step recovery program but it's more spiritual based so it's not the same as just going to aa it is um more mindful and more intellectual and each meeting you um you know you have the opportunity to share you have you, you meditate, whoever's leading the group leads and guides a meditation for a few minutes. Sometimes it's like 20 minutes, it just depends on the meeting. And then usually every meeting, there's some kind of like Dharma read. So like they will come prepared with a book that is spiritual based, mindful based, uh, meditation based, and everybody you know gets to either listen or everybody gets a chance to read a portion of it. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful way to stay sober and stay clean and um, when I was in Philly I was going to these meetings not just to stay sober because staying sober for me was actually easier Um, I was going for my eating disorder and you know there was people there for trauma and abuse and you know addiction and heroin and meth and whatever alcoholism sex addiction everybody Um, and I went there to talk about my eating disorder and to talk about how it was getting bad and how, you know, drugs and alcohol they were it was a problem at one point. Like when I moved to Philly in 2019, I was definitely doing a lot of drugs and it was really bad. Um and then after that when I got clean, that's when my eating disorder started to rev up. So it's like catch 22 it's like one thing you know you lower the volume of one thing and the other thing raises the volume so if you are feeling like triggered and tempted this this holiday season i just want you to know there's options out there and there are hotlines out there and you know if you just google like help hotline or suicide hotline or mental health hotline there are hotlines that are 24/7 And I know it's not the same as talking to a therapist who knows you and, you know, knows your whole situation, but that's why these hotlines exist, because if you need support and there's nobody in your life and it's fucking Thanksgiving and you're sitting at home by yourself with your cat and you want to go, you know, binge drink or you want to go get drugs or you want to go binge and purge, whatever your fucking choice of drug is, um, it's really challenging to get through those moments alone so just know that there's support out there and i want you to feel supported and i you know feel free to dm me on instagram i mean i'm not a therapist but if you just you know if you need to dm me and just kind of ask like hey where, where can i go for this kind of support just like let me know for eating disorders, there's ANAD and there's EDF. Those two organizations are completely free, and they they host free eating disorder groups. And the other one that I was mentioning is dharmarecovery.org. We're going to get into the sponsors real quick, and then we're going to be right back. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You guys already know how obsessed I am with therapy. I talk about it all the time on this podcast about how I have two therapists and how I go to therapy every single week. Well, I've been going to therapy for years, but once 2020 hit the year of chaos for all of us, I really needed extra support. And BetterHelp has really been there to guide me through these chaotic times, uh, I've been dealing with anxiety, depression, and I also have been in this recovery space for disordered eating and just a host of other issues. So, BetterHelp will assess your needs and uh, and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. So all you have to do is you take a a quick online quiz. You answer some questions about what you're going through, what kind of therapist you're looking for, and you can literally write in the answers. I am looking for this kind of therapist. I am looking for an expert in this field. That's what I did and they matched me with a therapist who has tons of experience with eating disorders, trauma and depression. And to be honest, I love my therapist so much. She's probably my favorite therapist I've ever had and I've been through like a variety of therapists over the years. Me and her really hit it off and Even if you don't hit it off with your therapist right away, because let's be real, finding a therapist can honestly feel like you're dating, don't worry, you can always change therapists as many times as you need, no questions asked, no charge or anything like that. So you can always change your therapist and then get matched with a new one that day. So BetterHelp uh, is not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it is literally professional counseling done securely online. And what I love about BetterHelp is that they have a journal feature. So if you're going through something challenging through the week and you don't have an appointment until, let's say, next week, You can write a journal entry, it's all online, it's secure, and if you'd like, you can share that journal entry with your therapist so that they are on the same page, they're caught up, they know exactly what you're going through, they know whatever triggers you've been dealing with over the week, and what's awesome about BetterHelp, too, is that your therapist will respond. So you can actually communicate with your therapist in between your your sessions so it's not like you only get get to talk to your therapist once a week you can check in with them frequently in between your sessions you can catch them up to date you can kind of communicate with them every day if you wanted to and the online journal feature is really nice for folks who are new to journaling or just need that extra support so communicating with your therapist more frequently could really benefit you if you're going through a rough time. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available if you are struggling right now. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe and you can join over one million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. You deserve the support, you deserve the healing, and you are not alone. There are so many people who are struggling with severe anxiety, depression, trauma, all of these things, and you don't need to suffer in silence anymore. So visit betterhelp.com vibe for a discount, on your first month of online therapy, that's betterhelp com slash vibe. And that discount code will get you 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. And we're back. I like how I say and we will be right back. Like it's like this whole like team. It's really just me and Nar, my cat. <laughs> Nobody else is here. Um, okay, so Thanksgiving. I'm wondering if you guys have any crazy Thanksgiving memories, but a couple memories that came up to mind for me was, because somebody was asking me recently, like, I think I was on Reddit, and it was, I'm on, like, a bunch of Reddit threads, and um, it was an, it's an eating disorder thread, but it's, like, people go there to vent. Oh, my God, that's that's another thing, you guys. There are so many Reddit threads for people who are struggling. Um, if you are like severely depressed, severely lonely and you just need a place to like fucking vent and just type it out, go to Reddit and and join the lonely subreddit thread. Sometimes a little bit, a little bit depressing but you get the opportunity to just vent and connect with people and offer advice um reddit is a really great place to go for support as well I mean it doesn't it doesn't take the place as going to therapy but it is there in case you need to connect with like real people um so yeah do that go on reddit (laughs) the lonely thread if you're if you're really struggling just like go and just vent it out um, so anyways, I was on one of those Reddit threads and one of the people who posted was like, do you even like Thanksgiving food? Like, can we all be honest here? Do you even like it? And I sat there and I was like, I really don't. And that's like not even an eating disorder thing. I don't eat turkey. I I really like never was a fan of turkey growing up. And then like all the sides, like cranberry, mush, and green bean shit casserole and like fucking marshmallows and like potatoes like it's just like such a weird fucking holiday um so that brought up this memory that i had from when i was like eight years old and i'm I'm wondering if my dad even remembers this Um, but he brought me, I don't think it was Thanksgiving, but it was like around Thanksgiving. And so we went to the diner one night. My dad loves diners. And like, I remember would always go to this one diner in New Jersey. Um, and I was, I was really young. I was eight or nine or something like that. And I remember there was a, you know, a special Thanksgiving special. Um, so I got like the turkey and the mashed potatoes and the gravy and the whole, The whole thing and I remember that night I got really bad food poisoning and I was like puking and I and as a kid this is this is ironic because as a kid I was so deathly afraid of throwing up I mean it got to the point where I would I would I would have panic attacks and I I was a very anxious kid I would have panic attacks and I would be like oh my god mom I feel sick oh my god am I gonna throw up oh my god am I gonna throw up oh my god I'm gonna throw up oh my god because that uncertainty of like the throwing up like it just it terrified me because you didn't know when it was gonna happen and I felt so out of control and I say it's ironic because (laughs) in my late 20s or mid to late twenties, I developed a pretty severe bulimia where I was, you know, you, you know what bulimia is. And it's like, it's just crazy how, how things happen like that. It's very funny to me. Um, even though I know it's not, it's not funny, but to me it is because I grew up, you know, terrified of throwing up. And then I developed this really intense eating disorder and, you know couldn't stop throwing up it's just fucking crazy but um that kind of ruined thanksgiving foods for me and i i'm trying to think of like after that like you know ages like 10 11 12 13 and i really do think that experience fucked it all up for me because once i got to like 12 13 and like in my teens Well, that's when I started to develop my first eating disorder, which was anorexia. Um, But I just don't, I don't remember Thanksgivings. Like I, I never like really, it wasn't a big deal for my family. Um, Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, like my family was more together, I guess. But then once my parents divorced, which was very messy, very traumatic very non-adult like they it was just really not good um so yeah that fucked things up and then I just remember like when I was in art school and in college I don't know if you guys can relate Thanksgiving was just like whatever I remember I worked on Thanksgiving a couple times like I I worked at the bar and then I Oh, yeah. I was waitressing on one Thanksgiving. Um, One Thanksgiving, me and my friend Sabina, we just kind of like went to the beach and just ate like sushi from Publix on the lifeguard stand. I mean, you know, Thanksgiving in, in Fort Lauderdale was chill because everybody was like at the bars drinking. I'm pretty sure all the bars were still open on Thanksgiving. Fort Lauderdale is like so fucking ratchet. Um, I just, my, my whole college experience was just drunk the whole time. Um, and then another memory of Thanksgiving is, this is before I got sober. This was, I think I was 27. So, um, and I was visiting Philly. I was visiting my dad and my sister, and you know that's where like, my family lives. And um, so this was years ago. And so I remember, and all my all my high school friends are from there too. So we all went out and um, got super fucked up, drank a lot. And I remember I was out with my friend Gina and. I don't think Gina listens, but if she is, hello, Gina. (laughs) I'm sure you remember this. Um, She left because she was probably drunk and probably wanted to go have sex with her boyfriend. And I stayed at the bar with these random guys. They were friends of hers, but I didn't really know them. One of them was a tattoo artist. Actually, no, both of them were. And it's getting late, and I'm getting very drunk, and the bars are starting to close. This is the day before Thanksgiving, and so they're like, okay, let's go to this after-hours place. We went to this after-hours place that you, like, needed a password for. It's like, this is Philly. Why the fuck do you need passwords to get into these fucking shitty fucking bars? It wasn't even that nice. There was, like, arcade games in there. I just, I think it was so funny how, like, They were trying to make things like exclusive in Philly and it's like Fishtown and it's like, uh, there's like fucking shootings on the corner. This is not nice. Um, so we did that and we got drunk and whatever. And I don't remember much, but then I remember them saying, Hey, I mean, it now the after hours place is closing. Do you want to go to the studio and like we can do some tattoos and and we have some blow? And I was like, All right. So um, we did end up going to the tattoo shop and it's very ironic because this is when I was twenty seven. Two years later, when I was when I was twenty nine, I moved to Philly on a whim. And it just so happened that my house that I was renting a room from was like on the same street as this tattoo shop. So one day I was like walking by and I, I had like flashback to this thanksgiving and i was like oh my god i'm living down the street from this (laughs) tattoo shop that so i went to this tattoo shop with these random fucking guys and they the one dude tattooed the om symbol on the inside of my arm very spiritual right (laughs) like i'm drunk and on coke and like blacked out with two random dudes and it's like five in the morning Getting a tattoo of the ohm symbol. Um, I do like the tattoo. It, it's you know, looks nice. Whatever. Um, and then after that, I went to, I think I went to Gina's house, and then I slept on her couch. We all woke up the next day, hungover as fuck.
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
0: And it was Thanksgiving, and I was still drunk the next day for sure. So I wasn't that hungover, but I knew it was going to hit me pretty quick. And my family, my dad's side of the family, the Jewish side of the family, they like to eat Thanksgiving dinner at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Like I'm not even kidding. And it's always at the fucking diner, the same diner, (laughs) the same diner that I just talked about where I got that Thanksgiving special when I was eight years old and got sick. So... This is my life. It's just th- that diner, it, my dad's obsessed with it. My grandmother's obsessed with that diner. It's not there anymore. It was the Crystal Lake Diner in New Jersey. Um, I don't know what happened to it. I think it burnt down or something, but yeah, something weird happened. But now there's a new diner there. So, But, but Thanksgiving for my dad's side of the family has always been, let's go to a shitty diner or a fucking restaurant and let's, you know, I just I I always feel so bad when I would go to like a restaurant on Thanksgiving because I know how it feels to be a server on that day and it's like oh my god, fucking hate people. Um, but you know, as you know, a waitress and a bartender of many years, I always try to like make their life super easy and like whatever. I don't even know if I ordered anything on this Thanksgiving. I was super hungover. My sister was looking at me like I was crazy. I probably looked insane and then my grandmother <laughs> she's so cute you know she's always like oh you look gorgeous honey you look gorgeous <laughs> and she not she has like a new york accent like very very brooklyn bronx so she's like you're gorgeous every year you just get more gorgeous <laughs> so that was my thanksgiving when i was 27 and yeah it was just really fucked up Shouldn't have done that. Can't take it back. Whatever. Now I have a memory on my arm forever. So I'm wondering if you guys have any crazy Thanksgiving memories. Um, maybe I'll, I'll do a, a little, uh, you can answer that question in my, in my stories. And then I'll, I'll share them in my stories. I'd love to know any crazy memories. So definitely share. Um, let's see. I'm going through my notes right now what else can you do on thanksgiving well yoga still happens so i have taught yoga a handful of thanksgivings um a few at epic hotel at exhale and then this year i'm teaching at equinox um i'm teaching like a kind of like a workshop it's going to be a restorative workshop so it's going to be all about gratitude all about healing all about you know mental health all of my classes are kind of like mental health based but i i usually like to thread in some kind of self-help mental health thread in my restorative and yin classes especially um Something that I did recently that helped me, because I was going through a kind of, like I said before, a rough time mentally. Um, I made a list of the magical mundane moments in my life. And basically this is just to get me out of my pity party, my life sucks, woe is me mindset. Um, Because when I get in those places, I'm just like I go to the worst case scenarios and I go to the cognitive distortions of you know black and white thinking the worst case scenario nothing's gonna get better there's no light at the end of the tunnel and once you get in that kind of headspace it's really hard to get out so what what I did was I made a list of the magical mundane moments and I invite you to do this because it helped me and it's just it's just these stupid little moments that that helped me kind of come back to reality. Um, one of my magical mundane moments is sitting on the Metro mover when I'm coming home or whatever, and I'm on, um, on Reddit, you know, just scrolling on my phone, listening to a podcast. That's a magical mundane moment. I actually really enjoy sitting there. I like the commute. It's, it doesn't take long. I'm on Reddit. I'm, you know, reading crazy shit or cool shit. Another one would be, you know, Christmas lights and candles and just setting up my apartment. Or another one would be um, a magical mundane moment of going to the gym and just sweating, going to the sauna, sweating, you know. Listening to, oh my God, listening to podcasts is just so fucking healing. Recently, I listened to... The Paul Bloom episode on the Sam Harris podcast. The make it's called the Making Sense podcast, and then um, the Peter Attia podcast. The Drive. It's called the Drive. If you haven't listened to that, Peter Attia is he's a doctor. He's an MD. He a lot of his episodes are about you know medical stuff like cancer, obesity, um, diabetes, insulin levels, ketosis, like all these things, digestion. Um, but he had an episode recently with James Clear, who's the author of Atomic Habits, I believe. And it was so, so helpful. Like, especially today, of all days, if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving and you're and you are like, I just want drugs. I just want to drink. I just want to binge and purge. I just want to cut myself or whatever it is. Um, I just want to go to the strip club or whatever whatever it is listen to this podcast on the drive Peter Atia and James Clear it's so fucking nourishing and they talk about really how to get through and change our habits and change our mindset and like they talk about food a lot they talk about eating and they talk about body they talk about cigarettes they talk about all sorts of addictions and just the mindset and the psychology of it and Peter Ortia is an amazing, amazing smart man, and he asks the most brilliant questions, and it's like, just listen to it. It's fucking amazing. I'll try to remember to put it in the show notes, but sometimes I forget, and you know, whatever. If you need to, just DM me. I'm gonna take a sip of this dirt water. Oh my god. It's so bad. Um So yeah, you could always do yoga. You could do yoga at home. There's so many free yoga things online. And I'm also, I usually always have a sale um, during the entire holiday season because I know how hard it is for people. So if you need yoga classes or you need the meditation course of mine, you can go to my Etsy. um, And that is linked in the show notes. And all the classes, all the yoga classes are all $15 and under. I'm going to put those on sale. I'm probably going to do like a, you know, a little sale on those. But those are all, you buy them once, you own them forever. Um, So those are are online classes. And it's everything from like power yoga to yin yoga to detox and cleanse yoga, which is really good for after Thanksgiving if you, you know need a digestion boost but um and then there's the meditation course called modern meditations which i made a couple years ago and it is a correlation of like eight meditations so there's like over 8 hours of meditations and they're all laced over binaural beats and each meditation is geared towards something in particular um and it's all about healing it's all about shadow work it's all about really just coming into yourself and just being okay with yourself and finding the strength to just get through the fucking craziness of life and the uncertainty and the shit that's out of your control. So if you're interested in that and you need meditation in your life um, there's that it's on sale right now you can use the code vibe within and yeah a lot of people have said it's helped them I I wish i could make another one um i i I would like to in in the future but right now i just don't have the energy to but those classes and those meditations are timeless and the way that i teach i mean i the, the the yoga classes that's exactly how i teach at equinox and like what you see is what you get and I'm not trying to like toot my own horn but like I've been teaching for almost nine years so I really take pride in the way that I teach and the way that I guide my students Um, so you're going to get stronger from those classes you're going to you know release stress you're going to manifest if you're trying to lose weight you'll lose weight like my classes are for everyone and some of them are, you know, a little bit faster paced, some of them have more cardio, some of them have more strengthening, just, it's just whatever you're kind of looking for. So, I want to kind of dovetail into what I was talking about earlier was, you know, what I've been going through, and I'm not going to make this very long, but I have been thinking about, you know, how suffering in silence is not cool. It's not cool. It's, it's like, drinking your own poison every day, and I just realized, like, you know, going to therapy and figuring out all this physical health shit, um, it's hard, and I'm gonna try to make this quick because I want to get into the next segment, which is Tinder shit, where I'm gonna (laughs) talk about some really weird and fucked up interactions that I've had on dating apps, so just bear with me, but, if you are suffering in silence asking for help is very courageous and a couple weeks ago i just started to realize like wow i feel like i'm at a rock bottom like i have good days and i have bad days obviously but the amount of bad days that i've been having outweigh the good days and when i start to have panic attacks or these like big, heavy waves of depression, of, like, hating my body, of feeling hopeless, feeling helpless, feeling like I'm never gonna meet anybody, feeling like I'm never gonna date anybody, because let's be honest, dating is so fucking insane. I mean, people who date, I'm like, are you insane? (laughs) Like, are you crazy? I don't know. It's just, I feel like sometimes I get lost in these, these mental, you know, these mentalities where I'm just like, the damage has been done. I'm never going to get quote unquote better. I'm never going to be normal. I'm never going to be happy enough to date. I'm never going to be able to work more because there's so much I'd I'd like to do with my life and I feel like I'm not doing it. Yeah, I have the podcast yeah, I teach yoga. I teach two classes a week. It's literally nothing. And I don't think I could handle any more than that right now. And that's scary to me because I used to teach 8-9 classes a week. I was making more money. I don't know. And I was I was also drinking and doing drugs though at that point. So maybe it was just like I was I was just Covering up all of my emotions, and I was just numbing myself out with all of that. And I was just on autopilot. And now that I'm sober and I'm in, you know, recovery from my eating disorder, and I am, you know, f- trying to heal my Hashimoto's, and I don't take pills, and I don't drink, and I don't do drugs, it's like, whoa, this is like an open wound gab, you know? This is like the wind blows and it makes me angry. It's like, I'm so sensitive, and I think that's what comes with getting sober, and that's what comes with healing or recovering from any kind of disorder or mental illness or addiction. You know, it's gonna come with feeling angry and disgusted and rage, and, you know, you're gonna want to self-harm or you're gonna want to yell and scream and you're, you're gonna feel uncomfortable in your body physically emotionally it's it's really really hard and recently i've been just thinking like there's just this thought in the back of my head that's like what if it doesn't have to be like this like what if i don't have to do this on my own anymore because sometimes therapy isn't enough and that's why i'm thinking about going to see a psychiatrist going, getting on medication seeing how that makes me feel i don't know because in high school, I was on like every kind of medication, so I'm like not so keen on the idea of doing it because I already went through all of that and it was like an it was a nightmare of of a teenage childhood, you know, from like age I want to say like thirteen to like eighteen. I was on like every kind of antidepressant, anti anxiety, and it's like I remember when I when I stopped taking one of them. I'm not going to say which one it is, because I don't know if anybody's on it, and I don't want to trigger anybody, but I stopped taking it, and I remember I would get these, like, seizures, and they were, like, these these brain zaps that I felt like I was getting electrocuted, and this was when I was, like, 14, and um, I, all I remember is I could just lay in bed. I couldn't eat food. I was just eating, like, hard candies, and I remember, like, watching MTV music videos, <laughs> and... I'm like dating myself right now but like this is like and this is probably what teenagers are going through right now as well I mean mental health and suicide and eating disorders and addiction and especially depression in in teenagers and 20-somethings I see it on Reddit all the time I mean there's there's people who post in these Reddit forums And they're like, I'm 22, I'm a male, I've never had sex, I want to die, I want to fucking kill myself, and it's like, and there's so many of these posts, and it's like, it's like times have changed. There's so many, you know, 22 to 29-year-olds, even 30-year-olds in their 30s who are virgins, it's because things are different now. Um... So what I'm trying to say is asking for help and asking for a higher level of care if you can afford it, which I I can't afford it, which is really stressing me out. And I'm trying to figure out what insurance companies do cover, like residential. If you don't know what residential is, it's basically like you go to this like program. It's like when people are trying to detox from drugs and they can't do it on their own they go to a a drug rehab and some of them are really nice like luxurious you know i'm looking for like one that's kind of nice like on the nicer end doesn't have to be like super super luxurious but it would be nice um and there is something called the affordable health care act which means most um insurance companies that you if if you have an insurance and you pay for it monthly, there has to be some kind of mental health services that they offer. Um so it's hard to figure shit out, but if you do have insurance you can always just call them and ask them what kind of therapists and psychiatrists or if you need inpatient or if you need some kind of like substance abuse treatment. It's it's interesting because, I mean, I've been on the phone with some places the last week or so, um, and insurance companies are more prone to accepting, um, to pay for the treatment of like a detox and a drug rehab rather than just a mental health rehab, so, you know, wherever you live, whatever state you live in, there are programs, there are mental health resources, there, there's free support groups, there's mental health services for low income people at the hospitals. Um, that's part of the Affordable Health Care Act. But um, for me, I was thinking that it would be beneficial if things start to get worse and worse for me um, mentally with my depression and my, just just everything to go to like a 30 day kind of program that it's like hitting the reset button. And it's like, you get the care that you need. You talk to specialists, you do EMDR, you do trauma work, you do trauma therapy, group therapy, art therapy. It's like an intensive mental health program, you know, for 30 days. And, you know, it's, it's a last resort obviously, but this thought has kind of been in my head for a while. I just haven't really said anything. Um, but I like to be completely honest with you guys because I feel like that's what you come here for. Like, you, you know, you just... I get a lot of messages from you guys saying, like, I when I'm listening to your podcast, it just feels like I'm hanging out with you. It feels like I'm just, you know, talking with my friend and we're just shooting the shit. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty much what this is. Um, I'm very lonely. I don't have that many, like, deep solid friends here. I have a lot of acquaintances, but I I live a very isolated life still, and I think that that's because of my depression and my my mental health stuff. So, I mean, and not everybody can afford going to treatment whether it's for drug use or mental health stuff, but there are options out there and I'm sharing that here because and I and I don't think I would share that on my Instagram because honestly, I feel like I trust you guys, like the people who listen to my podcast, I feel like I have a special connection with, and I don't mind sharing these things with you, Um, but I'm not gonna go and broadcast this and text my quote unquote friends who like really aren't my friends, you know? There's probably only a couple people I would tell in real life um, that I was even thinking about this. And to be honest, if I went to a 30 day program, I could probably just get away with not telling anybody and nobody would even notice because that's how often I hang out with people. Never. People don't really ask me to hang out with them. Um, And I don't know if it's because I share so much um, or if they just think like, oh, she's just like focusing on herself and she's like so spiritual and she's probably teaching yoga or she's probably like you know at home like burning sage or like you know like she doesn't like she doesn't go to bars she doesn't drink like you know and it's like damn like that's like really shitty because I'm sure there's so many people who are in that position where they like would like to hang out with people but they just aren't getting asked to hang out anymore it's bullshit but um there are options out there. I just wanted you guys to know that suffering in silence is not cool and you deserve healing. I'm going to take another sip of this dirt water and then let's get into Tinder shit, which is a new segment. Hold on one second. I'm going to take a sip. Tinder shit. So I'm going to share some conversations. That I have had with motherfuckers on tinder let's go shall we okay so this guy is actually from hinge and he messaged me let's get a relaxing dinner tomorrow and I said no thank you I'm focusing on myself and not dating right now good luck to you he said Your Hinge profile suggests otherwise. Good luck to you also. I said, there's plenty of people who have Hinge profiles but are taking a break from dating, smiley face. I'm also not a fan of gaslighting because, guys, that is a form of gaslighting. (laughs) He said, your profile literally specifies the type of guy you're looking to date. I said, doesn't mean people aren't allowed to take breaks, smiley face. Also, if you think arguing with a girl about what she wants or doesn't want over Hinge is cute, it's not. Super lame, dude. He says, and yet you desperately continue the argument in an effort to prove yourself right. That's really lame. Good luck to you. <laughs> I said, I said, defending myself to a loser Hinge dude isn't quite the same as argument. Grow the fuck up. Good luck finding a girl who will deal with your gaslighting, toxic masculinity bullshit. And then I waited. Listen to this. Because on Hinge, you don't know if they've seen it or not. So I sat there and I waited for this motherfucker to see my message and to start typing. And then I blocked him. Or unmatched him. Or whatever. So, yeah. Women... Do that. Just do that. They need to see the message first. Okay. Next. This guy said, um, he, was, he was commenting on one of my photos, and I said, ha, this was taken at a wedding. He said, lol, I'm not surprised. What's your ethnicity specifically? This is literally the first question this guy has asked me. What's your ethnicity specifically? I said, I said, weird, you know, smiley face, confused face, why? And he said, because I'm trying to get to know you. And I said, that's probably the least get to know you question you could ask. There's a million other things you could ask that don't have to do with ethnicity or race or religion. And then I think he like freaked out. I, I didn't screenshot it, but I should have. And then he probably unmatched me. Okay, next. This guy is... What's his name? His name is Frab. So, Frab was from Tinder, and he looks like such a fucking douchebag, but the fact that he is an EMT and a firefighter, I gave him a chance. I I, I swiped on him. The first thing that Frab says to me, this would never work because Frab and Gab, that's, that's not going to work. But the first thing that he says to me is wear leggings and come over. No period or anything, just wear leggings and come over. And I said, is that a pickup line? I'm concerned. He said, it's the truth. I said, explain. He says, I want you to wear spandex leggings, flat sandals, and come over. I said, leggings, sure, but flat sandals or whack, I'm more of a Vans or Docks kind of girl. Then the next day happens, and he says, what you doing now? No question mark. That is such a fucking horrible gram- grammar sentence. Then he said, wear them tomorrow and come over. I said, wow. Did I... Uh, where's the rest of this conversation? Okay, I said, wow. He said, what you mean wow? (laughs) It sounds like he's a fucking, like, caveman. What you doing now? Wear them tomorrow and come over. What you mean wow? Come today. He literally said, come today. This is at 3.45 in the afternoon on yesterday. I said, no thanks, we haven't even had a conversation. The fact that you think I'm just gonna drop my life and go to some random Tinder dude's place is wild to me. That's unfortunate, that's what you're expecting and super weird to be honest. And then I unmatched him. Or no, he unmatched me. I'm really glad that I took those screenshots. Anyways, that was Tinder shit. If you enjoyed that segment, let me know and I will share more of the Tinder shit that I go through. Also, if you have any Tinder shit moments and you want to screenshot them and DM me, you can. Doesn't mean I'm gonna get to every single one of them, but feel free to share. So yeah, you could kind of get why I don't wanna date. I definitely have some intimacy blockages and that definitely has to do with, you know, depression, anxiety, um, trauma, past relationships, I do not have a good track record of relationships. I think you guys know that by now because you've been listening to the podcast. And if you are new to the podcast, yeah, I've just been through a lot of fucking weird relationships, situationships, hookups, ghosting, whatever. So I really hope this episode helped you guys. Um, If you're feeling like you need extra support, get some. Go to a group, an online group, go to Reddit, get a therapist, go to BetterHelp, get a therapist, use the code VIBE, betterhelp.com slash VIBE. Um, If you have insurance, there are definitely therapists that are covered by your insurance. One of my therapists is covered completely by my insurance. I don't pay a fucking dime because I pay my monthly insurance. Um if you don't have insurance and you need to get it the deadline to get health insurance is i think december 15th and if you just go to healthcare.gov that is the healthcare marketplace where you make an account you put in all your information you put in how much money you make you put in um, your information your jobs your whatever and then they show you what health insurances you qualify for based on how much money you make. So if you don't make a lot of money, you might be able to get Medicaid. Um, You know, there's options. There's also, I remember when I was like so poor and I was, this is when I was also living in Miami. This was in like 2017, 2018. My friend said to me, Oh, you don't have health insurance and I was like no and she was like oh well I get I I applied to have health coverage through Jackson Hospital which is a local hospital here and what you do is you go in you show them your pay stubs you have to sign some paperwork and if you prove to them that you're low income and you show them hey this is how much money I make these are my pay stubs like do something about it help me they will offer you health care as long as you go to that hospital and you go to the doctors within that hospital, you go to the specialists within that hospital. It's all free. Free. So this came in handy, and I feel like my spirit guides were helping me during this time because when I had that Jackson Health Care low-income poor girl insurance, that's the year that I broke my arm ironic in a good way, right? Um, So I got surgery and I am in a little bit of debt from that because not the whole surgery wasn't covered, um, but it was way cheaper than it would be. And so that's also an option. If you live in a major city, um, I think most hospitals have programs like this for low-income people if they want to to do that so check it out it's worth a shot you know most of these hospitals have amazing doctors in them I personally hate hospitals but I you know I, I did it and whenever I needed to go to the doctor for labs or for a thyroid or for whatever I went It, you know it was good it, it worked out but um everybody should get health insurance you never know when you're going to need it. Um, and especially if you're dealing with uh, mental health issues, you know, every health insurance has to cover something, even if it's the bare minimum, you know. And if you don't have health insurance, then get BetterHelp because BetterHelp is actually cheaper than most um, health insurance, <laughs> you know. Um, some health insurance is like 300 bucks a month. It's like BetterHelp is like, way cheaper than that and you get a session a week and then you also can communicate with your therapist through the messaging and through the journaling and I literally I talk to my therapist every day through the messaging because she's helping me go through a very very rough time in my life she's she's like a mother figure to me and she's she's helping me through it all you know the physical the mental she's trying to help me find a psychiatrist now it's like, these people want to help. That's, this is what they're here for. And a lot of therapists are experts in things. Like, my therapist is a registered nurse. So she really is an expert in health and wellness. And, you know, she worked in hospitals. And she's taught nurses how to be nurses. So that's my spiel. I really hope that you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving. Do whatever you need to do. Take a bath, watch a movie, make a cup of coffee, or make a cup of tea that's really good to you, buy some candles. Thanksgiving doesn't have to be injected with this whole, you know, oh, I'm not spending time with people, or I'm a loser, I'm all alone. Fuck it. We are going through such a wild transformation as a collective and as a society itself. There's so many people. I think there is a statistic. This is the last thing I'll say. There is a statistic that I heard on a podcast recently that said 45% of Americans said that they would rather not um, celebrate the holidays this year. (laughs) So, let's just all be Grinches together and focus on ourselves and focus on our mental health and get well. And just, this is just another day, right? I hope that you guys have an amazing day, night, and we will connect soon.